We are kindred spirits, he and I, both alone in an alien land searching for something, trying to understand things that don't seem to make much sense. When Samira comes in, I tell her what I've been thinking. She tilts her head to one side and studies me thoughtfully before speaking. And what are you searching for, darling? She asks. I sigh and turn my gaze to the window. I'm not sure. Maybe for a life of my own? I'm not unhappy here, but it's hard not to feel boxed in. Samira nods. Yes, our lives aren't really full of excitement. She pauses for a minute and then lowers her voice teasingly. Maybe it's love you're looking for. Startled, I deny it. Don't be silly. What's silly about wishing to have a wonderful man fall in love with you? Maybe a poet who would write you the most beautiful verses in the world, or a musician who dedicates entire symphonies to you. I blush painfully, and Samira notices. She whispers, What was that? What were you thinking of? I know I've been caught. I know Samira will not rest until I tell her of my encounter. But I'm scared that once I speak the words aloud, once I describe the man in his flesh and blood, the texture of his voice and the color of his eyes, then he will become real. Not just a passing moment, not just a casual conversation. Averting my eyes and fiddling with the cover of the little prince is clearly not the answer Samira wants. She bends over me, giddy and excited. When I finally meet her gaze, I sigh and give in. I met a man today. What do you mean? Who? What happened? It wasn't even anything important. I dropped my book outside his store and he picked it up and gave it back to me. That's all. Was he very handsome? My sister giggles, watching the slow smile spread across my face. What did he look like? Did he have a thick, curly moustache? Or maybe gorgeous long hair like those actors on television? We both break out laughing, burying our faces in pillows to muffle the sounds. As Samira's laughter subsides, she looks up at me, her expression of delight fading. If it weren't for me, you'd be married by now, she says, suddenly serious. You would have found true love. I take her hand in my own and hold it against my cheek. Don't say such things. Love isn't what I'm looking for. You know what I want most is to go to university so I can become a teacher. I want to teach children about the planets and stars and have them come into school in the morning, telling me that they've been looking at the night sky. I want to read them The Little Prince and see them draw pictures of a boa that eats an elephant, like in the prince's picture. But that's impossible, and it's not your fault. So let's just stop thinking about it. Maybe you'll find a husband who wants to see you fulfill your dreams, Samira says simply. I think that could be your fate. I change the subject. You never said how much you got for your dolls today. Samira tells me the price and I frown at the injustice of it. Your work is worth ten times that. What does it matter, she says. I have to give it all to mother for my jihaz anyway. I know she's looking out for me, but I don't even get to pick the things that go into it. You and I could buy dishes and silver and a carpet with flowers woven through it. Instead, she chooses everything. She thinks I'm still a child. She thinks I would build a jihaz of lollies and pistachios. 
Our mother, like the mother of every young Persian woman, has been saving for her daughter's jihazes, what are known as trousseaus in the West, almost from the day we were born. As if somehow sensing that her daughters are talking about her, at that moment mother opens the door. She has some sort of extraordinary instinct that tells her such things. You need to go to sleep early tonight, she says, hands on her hips. Tomorrow we'll make strawberry and carrot jam. You'll be in the hot sun all day, and if you don't get any sleep, you'll complain about being tired before noon. No more talking now. Get ready for bed. Strawberry and carrot jam. What an adventure. Samira falls asleep quickly, but not me. I imagine the man from the shop falling deeply in love with me, marrying me, liberating me from my cage.